Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jacob with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, joined again by this one of my favorite shows of the week, Kirk Elliott. We're going to talk about gold and silver economic uh, superstorms coming. <laughs> so uh, it's going to be fun. Well, they are superstorms. This is getting wild, Michael. Um, you know, just this morning, absolutely, just this morning. Um, I was I was reading and Jamie Dimon, for all of you that don't know, CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. Here's an exact quote. Brace yourself for an economic hurricane caused by the Fed and the Ukraine war. So I, I think the Ukraine war is is the actual minimal damage of that quote. The Fed's policies are, are getting a, a little bit ridiculous because they think another report from the Fed 16 minutes ago, right before this recording, says they see slight or modest economic growth, but inflation is surging. So, so really, they, they have no flippant idea as, as to what's going on, how to fix it, right? So, so let's add another news, little news flash here. Um, Janet Yellen, former, former chairman of the Fed, says that, you know, the Fed is fighting inflation, but I was wrong. I was wrong on it being transitory. What's the word transitory mean? It means it's just temporary, right? So what she's saying is the inflationary pressures that America is seeing is more permanent in stature, not transitory. So you've got all these bigwigs, head of J.P. Morgan Chase, saying, brace yourself. Those aren't calming words, right? So they're expecting something, something nasty to come. Janet Yellen saying this inflation is here for a while. This is here to stay. Um, we've got issues. We've got some serious issues. And as usual, when we when we do the show, the Dow is down like 100 points today. Um, the S&P 500 is down. The NASDAQ is down. But what's silver doing? Silver's up 23 cents today. It's always up when we record. It's kind of an amazing thing. Um, but but it, it's not it's not just a function of us, obviously. Right. But but it, what it's a function of is, is the fundamentals really starting to come true and take a grip on, on the U.S. economy. So, so all these bigwigs, all these muckety-mucks like Janet Yellen, J- Jamie Dimon, um, Ben Bernanke, Helicopter Ben last week, they're all attacking the Biden administration. They're all attacking things. But so they're trying to come up with a solution, right? So what's their solution? Well, I think we we pegged the solution about three weeks ago, maybe a month ago now, on your show, when when we told how Pippa Malmgren, the the mayor, major geopolitical economist, that's a globalist, she's on their side, she's not on our side, said that we're heading towards a central bank digital currency because there's clarity of transactions, right? And that they'll be able to measure everything, they'll be able to program money, so we they. They can tell who can buy or sell. Well, some of this is really starting to add up. 
in a pretty bad way. So two days ago on, on Memorial Day, not a very big news cycle day, but the CEO of, of MasterCard said within five years, and I think that they're off on that assessment. I think it's going to be way sooner than that. Within five years, the SWIFT system is going to go away, being replaced by central bank digital currencies. So even MasterCard is saying, we're, we're moving towards this system, this great reset, where everything's going to be digital, where everything is going to be tracked, where there's going to be clarity of transactions, with they're their viewing that as a positive, because they can stop human trafficking, drug trafficking, arms trafficking, right? Money laundering. That's that's their their motive of what they're that's not their motive, that's their marketing to get everybody to buy into it. Their motive is absolute people control because when they can program money and tell people to to not buy or sell certain things. So imagine this. Imagine what what Trudeau said in Canada two days ago or yesterday. I can't remember. It was either yesterday or two days ago. They outlawed handguns in Canada, right? No buying, selling, no personal transfer of handguns at all. They're, They're limiting magazines on large rifles to five rounds. So it's an absolute gun grab, right? It's, it's, and, and this is their bragging quote. He said, we have put a cap on the number of weapons in Canada. So there's basically going to be no more. I mean, if you own one, you can keep it, right, for the time being. But, but there's no more transfer. Well, how can they track a transfer if somebody pays cash for it? They can't. But what if you have central bank digital currency? Well, then everything is tracked, Right. And they made this huge grand announcement of anybody who violates this rule is going to be subject to the full extent of the law. They're going to be arms traffickers, right? So so central bank digital currency, clarity of transactions is big brother to the max. It is, this is what this is all about. It's about people control. It's about loss of freedoms. And this is why I am willing to sound like a broken record willing to sound like a broken record and say silver is the best thing that you could possibly invest in, not just because it's a great investment and it's gone up 47% over the last year and a half, but it's really something that you can use for barter if need be. Because when, when a big, huge change like this happens, Michael, um, there's going to be merchants who don't want it. There's gonna, they're they're going to say, I don't want CBDC. I don't want, I don't want to accept this because there are going to be people like you and me that happen to own businesses, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how do I know? Am I just speaking fluff? No, this is what happened in Venezuela, right? In, in Venezuela, when their currency collapsed and they have a million percent inflation in 2021, merchants didn't want the currency anymore. They took anything of value in exchange for goods and services. We're going to be no different. We're going to be no different. Actually, there'll probably be a battle with this, but when the United States decides to employ some kind of a of a gun grab tactic like Trudeau did in Canada, right? I think these things are coming this way. And, and when you look at it, politicians, this is to me, what happened in Texas is horrible, right? People died, but they're politicizing it or maybe it was meant to happen. I have no idea, have no idea what the rationale behind it was, but politicians are using it for their own gain. And this is weird because it's an election year how do you win an election when the economy stinks? You can't. Even Bill Clinton said, it's the economy, stupid. That's what people vote with. So if the economy stinks under a Biden administration, then there's no way that they can fix it. 
because hedge fund managers are now saying, we can't fix it. They can't fix it with interest rates. They can't slow down inflation by raising interest rates. They're just going to have to have the market collapse. How about you change the narrative then? How about you get their eyes off the economy, go to something else like gun rights, safety, right? So this is what the narrative is going to change to in a world where there's no guarantees. This is basically my guarantee. The narrative is going to change between now and the election to keep the eyes off the economy because there's no way that they can fix it. Macro level, I don't think that they can. Micro level, you and me, all of your viewers, right? How can we fix it? By going into gold and silver because they thrive in times like this. And, and this is where I, I don't mind sounding like a broken record. I really don't. Because if there was something else that we could recommend that absolutely makes sense, you and I would do it. It's not that we just say gold and silver because it's gold and silver. I don't care. It's a tool to protect and preserve everything that we've worked so hard to accumulate over the years. And right now, it's the only thing that makes sense. So that's why it's the only thing that we're recommending, right? And so, so with all of this stuff that's happening globally, politically, geopolitically, economically, rates are going to have to increase. Here in Denver, where, where I live, the prices of real estate has, has stopped growing. And we're starting, to, and, and, and I did this as, as like a trick, right? It's not a trick, but it says I'm not in the market to buy a house. But I, but I signed up on realtor.com. I put in a couple of houses that I would interested in because then, then they start to give you things that you might be interested in, right? And I'm seeing houses week after week after week, down 75,000, down 200,000, down 250,000, down 50,000. It's like prices are now starting to come down because people don't think they're going to be able to sell them in the future. And they want to get out of Dodge. Now, that perception turns into reality, medium and long-term. So we're in for a, a pretty harsh reality moving forward as, as interest rates continue to climb, as debt continues to climb. And then their solution is going to be based on their own words, based on the words of huge hedge fund managers that say, who are in the business of selling stocks. That's what they do. They make billions of dollars by selling stocks and saying, we're getting out of Dodge. We're just going to sit in cash because the only way that they can really fix inflation is to let the markets collapse because that will fix it. But that impacts everybody who has money allocated into the markets. This is the sad thing that I see coming, right? And so this is why we shout from the rooftops every single week, capital preservation, first and foremost, save what you've worked so hard to accumulate. And actually you get growth with that as well. Pretty wild. It's a pretty wild world we're living in right now. Oops, I can't hear you, Michael. I think you're on mute. Yep. So we look at uh, Sri. Thanks. We look at uh, Sri Lanka. Uh, the farmers are asked to plant more rice amid crisis. There's the people are rioting. There's not enough food. Uh, there's not enough fuel. Uh, we're probably going to see some of that, you know, happening in other parts of the world. It's going to like spill over, I think, uh, coming up pretty quick. So you're you're talking about inventories or rice even down here in Florida. They turned around last month. I've seen the reports. Um, I have a realtor that I work with because uh, I'm waiting for this thing to turn around. And it turned around last month. It turned around. Inventory started increasing. Prices started to drop. 
in, in a lot of areas. They have been dropping a lot of areas, but even in the high end areas where, where I'm at in Sarasota, uh, they're starting to turn around and inventory is increasing. People are falling out of their mortgage, more, you know, they're more trying to get their mortgages and all kind of crazy stuff. So it is happening. Inventory um, increases in all of the major uh, stores like Walmart, um, you know, you name it, department stores, inventories are increasing. So what does that do? Because they're, the inflation is exploding. So inventories are increasing because people can't afford to buy the stuff. So eventually what happens is this thing turns around and starts to go like it did in the Great Depression, deflation. So the difference between this coming deflationary period and the one that happened back then is the, the dollar was tied to gold and silver. This time it's not. Right. So there's no seizing of gold and silver. So it's going to explode like never before. So the fiat currencies are going to go the way of the dino dinosaurs and uh, everybody's going to run to gold and silver. So all the stuff we're talking about is is about to come to fruition. We've been uh, beating this drum for a while. It's it's about ready to uh, flip pretty quick here. I, I believe that it is. Um, you know, when when you look at what happened in May, um, stock market was pretty flat, but it was down just slightly. So that gives us nine weeks in a row of declining stock prices. When it was eight weeks, that set the record. It, we haven't had eight weeks of decline since the Great Depression. We're now at nine. Mm. So are we going to go to 10? Are we going to go to 11? Yeah, I think so. Because the stock markets are down again today. You know, what we always have to realize that as investors, fundamentals are always the trump card. Fundamentals always hold true, right? And what are the fundamentals that cause growth or shrinkage in any asset class? Well, let's look at it. So in the stock market, if you have if you have debt, that ultimately doesn't do well for the stock market. If you have political chaos, um, geopolitical instability, rising interest rates is the biggie because people will have less money to spend because they're in debt so much. They're in debt up to their eyeballs that their debt service increases, they have less money to spend, corporate revenues come down, everything happens. So, so this is the problem that the fundamentals are causing stocks and bonds to go down. Those exact same fundamentals cause gold and silver to go up. So don't listen to the mainstream media narrative that all oh, gold and silver is risky, for example. Um, it's, it's down right now because of some short selling on the markets. It gives us an opportunity to buy because when the fundamentals haven't changed, they're going to continue to go up and that trend will continue, right? So this is the kind of stuff that, that I look at. I also look at things like, well, the employment perception, right? So consumer confidence is a pretty big factor in how much people are spending. Well, for the first time in like two years, consumer confidence has gone down. Put that into perspective. Yep. Even during covid Consumer confidence on unemployment was going up because mainstream media did a pretty stinking good job on tricking people into thinking, oh, it's okay. Things are going to recover. We're going to pay you to stay home for a bit. Well, now that's worn off. The lies are being exposed. Consumer confidence is coming down for the first time in a couple of years. People don't think that they're going to get a job, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't think that they will. See, it's not that I'm trying to sensationalize anything in the markets. You don't have to sensationalize. All, all you do is just say the reality, say what other major economists like a JP Morgan Chase, Bank of America, Federal Reserve presidents are saying. 
they are not seeing a good outcome. What is the mortgage industry saying? They're seeing a horrible outcome because rates have only gone up three quarters of a point over the last two months. Mortgage rates have gone up 2.6%. See, when you're a bank and you're giving somebody a loan for 30 years, you're hoping that there's going to be a strong economic outlook down the road. So you get paid back, right? The fact that rates have gone up three quarters of a point and theirs have gone up 2.6% tells you, oh, they don't think that this is going to be a good outcome. They want to have a, a reward for the risk that they're taking by giving somebody a lump sum to buy a house and then getting payments back for 30 years. They don't think they're going to get it. And, and so what have mortgage rates done over the last two months? They've gone from like 3% on a 30-year mortgage to 5.5. They've almost doubled in two months. See, they don't see, and this is just the beginning. There's still seven to nine rate increases left over the next 12 months. I, I think it's going to be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah. So it's not that we're sensationalizing anything. We're just actually repeating the news and what other major economists at big, huge, multinational conglomerate money center banks are saying. And that is that they're not giving anybody a solution. We are, right? Because gold and silver are going up and they're, they're going to be the best thing moving forward for your portfolio. So when the ch chapter turns, the page on this chapter turns, we're going to have money left for the next chapter to reinvest in the next growing asset class. But if you don't do something now, I think it's going to be very detrimental yeah. to, to people's, people's economy. And, and it's not just here in America. I, I read a report yesterday that um, in, in Europe, the average inflation now is 8.1%. It's 8.3% here. When you add the real metrics to it, it's really 25%. This is a global thing. This inflation is a global thing. So I started, I started thinking what causes silver to rise? And, and, and you told me this. And I started to look into it more, right? As when silver doubled or when, when, when oil doubled, silver tripled. Mm -hmm. There's a correlation there. There's also a correlation of debt. There's also a correlation of increasing money supply. Yep. So no matter how you look at it, what you told me about the correlation between oil and silver there's a correlation between silver and debt. There's a correlation between silver and money supply. There's also an inverse correlation, kind of like a, uh, it's like a, a flight for quality type of, type of mechanism. When everything else is declining around you, gold and silver tend to go up as a flight for safety vehicle. I'm trying to poke holes in the silver market for my clients because if it's not the right thing to be in, it's not the right thing to be in, but I can't. It's absolutely the right thing to be in, no matter how you look at it. Every fundamental reason that causes silver and gold to go up is there, and it's getting worse, which means gold and silver are going to continue to go through the roof. Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And uh, if we look at, you know, look at today, you know, it's Wednesday. For the last two Wednesdays, the price of silver has been down because we weren't doing show on Wednesday. Today, it's up 1%. Of course, uh, the days that we were doing shows on Thursdays, it was up. <laughs> so it's a weird thing we got going on, but I'm glad I, I know everybody likes it when we come on because the, the silver goes up. So this is uh, if you want to all the stuff we've been talking about, guys, Dr. Kirk Elliott, he is the man. His team is uh, incredible. 
Kirk Elliott, that's with uh, two L's and two T's, phd.com. Uh, you can also click the link, have the link in the, uh, in the description box. So you'll be able to uh, go check it out. So definitely want to, you know, get your free uh, information free. That's right. Free information. Uh, if you have an IRA or a fund, you're in a fund, any kind of funds, uh, you, you want a piece in silver right now. And if you haven't done that yet, uh, you're probably um, kicking yourself because you didn't do it yet, but it's still not too late. Uh, you want to get in this thing before, like I talked about, like we've been talking about, silver at least will triple. And I think this time it's going to go way beyond because we're, we're going to hit a massive deflationary period this time, guys. We are. It's going to be, it's going to be the worst of all possible scenarios. And I hate to be a prophet of gloom and doom. I do, but but we're offering is solutions, right, Michael? Yeah, and so, yeah. so as the economy collapses, it will. That's that's recession slash depression. We're actually in depression mode right now yeah. because we've had more than two quarters of economic decline. That's the definition for a depression when it's more than that. But yet you've got in prices soaring, going through the roof. That's mm-hmm. inflation. So you put those two together, you've got stagflation, just like we did in the late 70s, but on steroids. Yeah. That is the worst possible scenario because people aren't working as much they're in debt up to their eyeballs they can't afford anything and yet prices are still going up so they can't afford anything they couldn't afford anything before so so this this doesn't turn around on a dime this doesn't turn around even even if somebody like trump were to come back take over the white house tomorrow this isn't going to turn around anytime soon because there's a lot of damage that needs to be corrected Mm-hmm. Because there's been a lot of damage to the U.S. economy over the last year and a half because of of the Brandon administration, right? Mm-hmm. So that has to be recovered first, so you can get back to zero, and then it will grow from there. So, so even if Trump were to come back tomorrow, or somebody like him that lowers taxes, lowers interest rates, creates jobs, we still are probably in for a major economic collapse over the next year because these imbalances, these excessive debt laden economy needs to be rectified and that doesn't change overnight. Yeah. And you know, the, all the European nations are basically cutting off uh, Russian oil. So they're basically shooting themselves in the foot. So they're going to destroy their economies as well. Um, so that's, that'll filter over to us. As, I mean, it, it filters around the world. We're, we're a one, one world government right now. So if uh, one area starts to have problems, it's going to snowball into other areas like Sri Lanka is just the beginning it's going to it's going to start to uh you know domino into the rest of the world it's a, it's, it's an absolute it's no, it's no turning back from this and like yeah. you said even if uh you know someone comes in and puts the puts the brake on the train uh that's careening out of control uh maybe it won't jump the track but it's going to take a while for that thing to slow down and then get it turned in the right direction so it's 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 a mess guys so like we well, like we talk about uh we're not doom and gloomers. We're spreading hope and 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 a possibility of actually building uh, generational uh, wealth from uh, you know going into silver. So you can actually not only survive but actually thrive if you uh, position yourself correctly. Amen. Couldn't have said it any better myself. <laughs> we're here to thrive. We were created to thrive. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, my brother. Thanks a lot. It's always, like I said, one of my favorite shows of the week when you come on. It's uh, I love this information. I love the, I love what you share. It's really good. So thanks a lot and look forward to doing more. 
You bet. Give me a call. Everybody watching, give me a call. Our office will help you get out of harm's way. We'll do a free strategic consultation with you so your dreams can be achieved and uh, you don't have to operate in fear. Don't operate out of a state of fear. We will win and we're going to win big. You just have to allocate accordingly to take advantage of these trends so the trends don't take advantage of you. And you know what? We're going to have more information next week. So if you have any questions, just give me a call. But I, I look forward to speaking with you next week, Michael. Very good. Thanks a lot. You and bet. My pleasure. We'll see you guys next time. All righty. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.